Radio, you're on the sport. Jack and Joel uh, with you. Was has just kindly walked out of the room because, look, this is your centre stage, Joel. We've uh, you demanded a basketball person to chat of to course, us yeah. about the Boomers and uh, their goings on over in Japan and uh, Philippines and the the World Cup yep. that's going on at the moment. They had a shock loss against the Germans, uh, but they bounced back uh, beautifully this week against. They the, did. They did uh, against. Do they beat? Um, they beat the Japanese. Japanese, the host yeah. nation, of course they did. And look, they're through to the next round. They're going to play Luka Doncic and the Slovenians. And to join us to talk to us uh, all about it is, uh, well, but a former basketball coach for the South East Melbourne Phoenix, but now he's he's doing a lot in the media. And what a great space that is. And we're very fortunate to have Simon Mitchell on our show. G'day, Simon. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us, mate. Uh, give us uh, your little wrap-up of uh, the Boomers' win last night. Oh, it was a great win. Um, I think it was a really good bounce back for them. They would, uh, you know, you're playing Japan and I think the expectation is the boomers should probably go out there and take care of their business by 20. But there's also that element of you're playing the home nation in Okinawa. Uh, there's a rabid uh, fan base there that uh, they're going to get behind the, the home team. And um, so that makes an element of difficulty um, in your job. But uh, I thought they passed with flying colours. The boomers are excellent. Simon, Xavier Cook sort of announced himself last night. He's... He's a, a bit of a veteran of the NBL. He's gone across the NBA this year playing for the Wizards. How have you sort of tracked his journey and um, his announcement on the world stage? Yeah, I guess he's probably... He's incurred a few injuries before making Boom's teams and he's, he's not had the opportunity to, to play on the world stage. Uh, and, and even... With with his campaign, with the injury to Jock Landale, it's probably give him a greater role um, on the team to this point. So, look, he's been wonderful. Um, there's absolutely nothing you could take away um, from him from last night's performance. Uh, at both ends of the floor, you know, he was dominant in the paint. Uh, just getting on the end of some really good penetration from Mills, Giddy, and Exum, and uh, finding the gaps in the Japanese defense and uh, and finishing around the rim. Um, but also uh, his, his effort on the boards. Uh, he was just dominant. He had nine offensive rebounds and a total of 16 and uh, yeah look there was a much to admire about Cooks uh, at both ends of the floor. And what about Josh Giddy? He's sort of transitioning into a superstar of the NBA but in Australia he's, he's sort of viewed as a, as a as a superstar. How's he sort of tracking and what do you see his, his sort of input to the team as? Oh, I thought Josh well firstly Josh is going to be um one of one of the greats of Australian basketball. It's hard to believe he's just 20 years old and he's just posted a 26 point 11 dime uh, game at, mm. in, in a must win game at, at an international event. It's it's uh, it's hard to put it in perspective sometimes because it feels like he's been around a little while. But um, yeah, at the age of 20, he's as good a player as we've had at that age. Uh, you know, the, probably the best young young player we've had was Andrew Gaze coming onto the world stage back in '84. But uh, yeah, look, Josh Giddy. <clears throat> without a doubt, is uh, being thrown the keys to the car by okay. Coach Gorgian. Um, and I think in this game, he certainly uh, earned the right to be driving uh, his team to victory. Was, was that a foul on him in the game against Germany right at the end? No, I'd let it slip, to be honest. I, I know it's probably un, un, un-Australian to say that, but I... Uh, 
I reckon if it was the other way around, we'd be cussing it out. So that wasn't a foul. So um, I'm, I'm going to live with the, let it lay. I, I don't think that was the issue for us against Germany or, or the refs at all. I know we made mention of it after the game that there was some calls that we didn't agree with. That's fine. We had some issues on, on that night, and I think we've got to own those. And, uh, yeah, I don't think the refs had much to do with that result, to be honest. And how do you see the, the state of basketball being played in this World Cup? Obviously, there's many different players from many different leagues playing. How is, is it similar to the NBL or is it more similar to more of a, an NBA competition? I think the beauty of, uh, certainly not like the NBA, and, and that's, uh, that's why we've seen American teams. I mean, America fill, could fill four uh, you know, teams at these events and, and they'd all be you know, potentially top four teams. Um, but the, 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 if it was played on NBA terms, that is, mm. um, the international game provides a lot of a lot, a lot different looks. Just with the, the the spacing on the floor, um, the fact that there's no illegal defense, you can take the ball off the rim. Uh, these are, are small factors, but they really add up uh, into in the game in regards to the spacing and the athleticism of the NBA athlete. Um, you know, they can really utilize that extra space. That's not there for you in international basketball. We've seen that throughout the years. Um, but, yeah, what I love about the international game is that you can sit down and you can watch Spain play and you know it's going to be a grinded-out half-court execute game. Um, and then you can see, uh, you know, New Zealand play. They're playing at a really high pace. And, and just to see so much NBL representation throughout the league, even, you know, last night, in the, you know, the Japanese team having New Day Baba. Um, you know, there's just so much connection that we have to uh, uh, the, the other international teams. I mean, I'm missing the game right now, but South Sudan's playing and there's there's four NBL, current NBL players and an ex-NBL player on the South Sudanese team. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's great to watch all the different brands of basketball that the, the world's produced. And you talk about the NBL. How has that sort of transitioned um, throughout the years? We've seen big big stars come over, obviously Lamelo Ball a couple of years ago, but how do you sort of see uh, the NBL growing as a competition and, and you know, the relevancy of, of it on the world stage? Oh, I think the, the relevancy of the NBL is probably, it, it's funny, you know, like we, we probably have a niche market in Australia um, in regards to how we're seen, but the international opinion of the NBL is that we are the closest thing to the NBA in style and brand and uh, the type of athlete. And for that reason, is you, you see these uh, these next star players coming to the NBL to, to start their careers. You see a guy like Josh Giddy utilise the NBL for that one year um, before making the jump to the NBA. I mean, the, the style of basketball, again, it's a little more difficult than the NBA. The spacing's not quite there. And, and so you can see a guy like Giddy you can come in and maybe average 10 in the NBL and then kick off to the NBL and average 14, 15 and 17 last year, um, you, you know, you're going to score more in the NBA. There's more minutes to play, but the space is more open. But if you can succeed in the NBL as a young player um, and, and do well, then I think the NBA look upon that extraordinarily fondly. And, uh, yeah, look, our reputation internationally is extremely high. I've just spent some time in Japan um, doing some coaching tutorials over there, and yeah. and uh, they're all fascinated by the NBL. They, they have a huge respect for it. And, of course, there's been lots of Australian coaches that have gone uh, into the Japanese uh, Basketball League, or NBL, I should say, uh, because it is international. We, we've, we've got Paul Hanari over there at the moment, and 
and um, you know, uh, Andre Lamanis is over there as well, and, and Sean Dennis currently. But we've had you know guys like Al West over coach in Japan previously. So there's a huge connection to Australian basketball internationally, and I think the respect that we have is is enormous. Uh, yeah. No, very good. Uh, what? Um, uh, how, how far can we still go in this World Cup, uh, Simon? Are we are we still a chance to to, to medal? Yeah, we are. It's going to be a difficult road. So we're through to the next round, which is great news. Um, depending on how uh, results go tonight, now it, the expectation is that. Cape Verde might, Verde might not be the basketball powerhouse that we expect, um, and Slovenia should probably put them away. But uh, yeah, we're, we're likely to play Slovenia on Friday night. Um, and for those who follow the game, will remember we had the uh, the epic uh, bronze medal uh, bash against them in Beijing back in 2022. So um, it's. Uh, it's most likely to go through that. Now, once that result's through, who knows what happens? We've got to wait and see how that next line of uh, or the second pool uh, finishes for us. But, um, look, that's going to be a, a real, real monumental game uh, for, for the Boomers. And if they can get through Slovenia, anything's possible. Slovenia have a, a player by the name of Luka Doncic, Simon. Who, go, who primarily guards him when he's running down the court with ball in hand? Uh, all five guys, I think. Um, <laughs> like he, he, he really is the the, the, the man in Slovenia. Um, look, I, I like Josh Green against him. Um, I like his physicality. I like his size, his strength. Um, he's a much better athlete than Luca, and I think he can trouble him. And then you can double team, you know, or some double team. You can bring Matisse Thybul off the off the bench, and, and then you can throw those guys. But the thing with Luca is he's just so crafty, and uh, you know, like it's not going to be the job of just his direct opponent. So when he's coming off those pick and rolls, we're going to have to make sure that we we give him different looks because if you give him the same look each time, or if you get lazy and just start switching, um, he's going to he's going to slice you to ribbons, either you know scoring or creating for himself or, or finding his teammates. So you know, I think it's important that we keep him off balance, throw the occasional double team at him, occasionally switch if we've got a good match up there, and but we've got to make sure we get the ball out of his hand so I suspect we'll hard show a little bit and uh, and and you know if we're going to lose it's going to be at the hands of others in the Slovenian team not Luka Doncic oh very good hey Simon we might we might have to leave it there uh, we've run out of time but uh, I just want to say also a big thank you to you and um and your um your presence at the uh and your coaching at the South East Melbourne Phoenix from the very start you've created a very good atmosphere and a very good foundation for that that club this is, I know this is the first time we've spoken uh, since your departure, but uh, I'm not too sure if you're going to keep a close eye on them or if it's like an ex and you don't like them. But um, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you did fantastic work there, so thank you. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I left the place in very good hands. Uh, the, the Tommy Greer is going to steer that ship uh, as he has the past five years, and, and the wonderful Mike Kelly's uh, is now calling the shots, and he's a very good mate of mine. So, yeah, I'll be keeping a very keen eye on the Phoenix and barracking from the, for them from afar. But, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, watching every NBL team and, and, and most of them with interest. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, awesome. what, what are you up to? Uh, this, I mean, you said you were doing some coaching in uh, in Japan, but what, what have you landed on uh, since since that time? Uh, from a basketball perspective, well, I'm, I'm uh, staying involved. Um, I'm going to be involved with the media. So done a little bit with uh, 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 the NBL um, in the off-season um, with some pre-season uh, previews and whatnot which you can catch on YouTube uh, or the NBL channel and um, 
Yeah, a few radio spots here and there and uh, a little bit of print work as well. So, yeah, keep myself busy. I'm going to stay on the media side for, for a little while. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing some consultancy um, work off the off the basketball court too. So very much keeping involved in the sport and all other sports as well. It's AFL season right now. Very keen on Magpies uh, running yeah. September. So, um, yeah, no, just uh, we'll, we'll be very heavily involved in the NBL um, from a media perspective this coming year. Oh, fantastic. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Hey, mate, we have to seriously leave it there because we've run out of time. But thank you so much. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. You're a good so. man. Simon Mitchell there, the uh, former South East Melbourne Phoenix coach.